Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. In today's show, Bitcoin price dips below $38,000 as crypto sentiment nears extreme fear. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And as trader main shares over the last year, $40,000 has been a very critical level for Bitcoin. Each time the price broke below then and then reclaimed it, we've seen a larger rally to the upside. Probably a good idea to watch right now. And as Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone shares here, Bitcoin indicating a rough week ahead. Inflation unlikely to drop unless risk assets do. Most assets are subject to the ebbing tide in 2022 on the inevitable reversion of the greatest inflation measures in four decades. But this year may mark another milestone for Bitcoin. And I love U.S. Senator Ted Cruz's response to this. This is spectacular. As Pomp shares here, the Ontario Supreme Court of Justice asked self-custody wallet provider Nunchuck to disclose user information and freeze users' Bitcoin. This was the team's response. I'm just going to read you the tail end. We do not collect any user identification information beyond email addresses. We also do not hold any keys. Therefore, we cannot freeze our users' assets. We cannot prevent them from being moved. We do not have knowledge of existence, nature, value, and location of our users' assets. This is by design. Please look up how self-custody and private keys work. When the Canadian dollar becomes worthless, we will be here to serve you too. Sincerely, the Nunchuck team. Kudos to them. And as Max Kaiser shares here, Bitcoin is the official currency of the global insurrection against banker occupation, defund tyranny, Buy Bitcoin. Also in today's show, Bitcoin in active supply nears record as over 60% of Bitcoin stays unspent for at least one year. Also in today's show, Federal Reserve should add Bitcoin to its balance sheet in the future, according to Wyoming Senator Cynthia Lummis. Quoting her here, the Fed should hold Bitcoin on its balance sheet. And she further elaborates. Also in today's show, Warren Buffett's shocking Bitcoin bet supports $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. That's right. The sage of Omaha, Warren Buffett, is quietly coming around to crypto. A recent Berkshire Hathaway filing reveals it dumped shares in Legacy Financials Visa and MasterCard and literally sank $1 billion into a crypto-friendly neobank. So for the world's largest crypto critic, that's a big change of heart. Back in 2020, remember when he said, cryptocurrencies basically have no value and they don't produce anything, adding, I don't have any cryptocurrency and I never will. Well, that's quite the change of heart, wouldn't you say? Also in today's show, we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, many of the alts are currently correcting and in the red. But where's the Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live comments. Now, Bitcoin first saw its dive below $38,000 in over two weeks on February 20th as macro triggers rattled the low-volume weekend markets. And right here, looking at the Bitcoin, one-hour candle chart, which is currently looking pretty bearish. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin losing ground on Sunday following threats of fresh sanctions on Russia over its alleged plans to invade neighboring Ukraine, which we all know is nothing more than FUD. Now, after a quiet Saturday, crypto began to move downhill after comments from the United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson on financial blocks of Russia firms should the situation escalate. Now, these should be prohibited from trading in pounds and dollars, the BBC reported Johnson is saying Sunday morning, alluding to support from the United States President Sleepy Joe. With crypto, the only markets constantly open, the reaction to geopolitical fears in the region could foreshadow a greater knock-on effect. Next week is traditional markets open. Monday is a holiday on Wall Street, so do keep that in mind. And commenting on the situation, we have Mike McGlone, Chief Commodity Strategist at Bloomberg Intelligence, additionally, who drew attention to the ongoing issue of inflation and its relationship to risk asset performance. And in line with previous comments, he suggested that ultimately, Bitcoin could profit from the sea of change and U.S. economic policy this year. As he shares here on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin indicating a rough week ahead, inflation unlikely to drop unless risk assets do. Most assets are subject to the ebb and tide in 22 on the inevitable reversion of the greatest inflation measures in four decades, but this year may mark another milestone for Bitcoin. And among Bitcoin traders, short timeframes were now equally lackluster with the loss of 40,000 weighing on sentiment, as Dan points out right here. Now also failing to hold any support. I can see us retesting 40,000 within the next few days as we're at support on the lower timeframe, but generally the higher timeframe isn't something to get excited about until we retake some important levels. And meanwhile, extreme fear rises from the dead. Others, meanwhile, continue to focus on the significance of 40000 in its Bitcoin price history. Since first cracking it in 2021, the level has acted as a springboard for the bulls and for popular Twitter account Main. A recapture should indeed be their first move in order to secure upside, as he points out here. Over the last year, 40000 has been a very critical level for Bitcoin. Each time price broke below then and then reclaimed it, we've seen a large rally to the upside. Probably a good area to watch right now. And in the meantime, it appeared that fresh losses were what the masses expected. Checking out the latest from the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, it shows we're currently rated a 27 at a 100 in fear. Yesterday was a 25, last week a 44, and last month a 19 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That can be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. Now check this out. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz responded. This is spectacular because it is a pretty spectacular response. I'm going to read you this entire thing. Dear the Ontario Supreme Court of Justice, Nunchuck is a self-custodial, collaborative, multi-sig Bitcoin wallet. We are a software provider, not a custodial financial intermediary. Our software is free to use. It allows people to eliminate single points of failures and store Bitcoin in the safest way possible while preserving privacy. We do not collect any user identification information beyond 
email addresses. We also do not hold any keys. Therefore, we cannot freeze our users' assets. We cannot prevent them from being moved. We do not have knowledge of the existence, nature, value, and location of our users' assets. This is by design. Please look up how self-custody and private keys work. When the Canadian dollar becomes worthless, we will be here to serve you too. Sincerely, the Nunchuck team. Pretty powerful words. And Kraken CEO Jesse Powell shares the following in regards to this tyranny. Due process is for plebs. Might makes right in Canada. If someone dissents, you just confiscate their wealth, revoke their licenses, exclude them from the financial system, and kill their pets. No need to debate the law, policy, or even rights when you have a monopoly on violence. And then someone asked him, is it possible that Kraken will be put in a position where told to freeze assets by police without judicial consent? And he responded, yeah, 100%. It has and will happen in 100%. And yes, we will be forced to comply. If you're worried about it, don't keep your funds with any centralized slash regulated custodian. We cannot protect you. Get your coin slash cash out and only trade peer to peer. Sage advice, not your keys, not your cheese. So take your crypto and put it in cold storage or forever hold your peace. And as Max Kaiser shares here, Bitcoin is the official currency of the global insurrection against banker occupation, defund tyranny by Bitcoin. Touche. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin in active supply nears record as over 60% of Bitcoin stays unspent for at least one year. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting and in the red with Bitcoin down 3.5%, maintaining just above $38,300. We have Ethereum down 3.3%, trading just above $2,600. We have Solana, one of the few actually in the green, up a half a percent, trading just under $90. We have XRP down about 1%, trading just under $0.80. Cents. And Polkadot down 2.5%, trading just above $17. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Bitcoin may be struggling at 40K, but fresh data is reinforcing the fact that hardly anyone is interested in selling. Data from on-chain analytics firm Glassnode shows that despite price volatility, over 60% of the Bitcoin supply has not left its wallet in a year. Or more. That's right. Strong hands have rarely been stronger. Stubborn hodling by long-term investors is a characteristic that differentiates the current Bitcoin market climate from most other downtrends with spot price action passing 50% losses versus November's all-time highs last month of 69,000. Expectations were for cold feet to kick in, but among seasoned hodlers, the sell-off never came. That's right. Where my long-term Bitcoin hodlers at? Make some noise in the live chat. Now, in fact, the opposite has been true for an extended period. Long-term investors Investors are adding to their positions or staying put on their Bitcoin exposure. According to Glassnode's Hollow Waves indicator, as of February 18th, 60.61% of the Bitcoin supply has not been used in a transaction for a year or more, as you can see right here in this chart. Now, the figure is significant. Only twice before in Bitcoin's history has one year or more value reached that level. And as noted by entrepreneur and investor Alistair, both occasions followed a downtrend and preceded a major bounce back in the Bitcoin price action. As he shares here, there have only been two occasions where one year plus hodling of Bitcoin has been higher. We're currently at 61%. It was early back in 2016 when the price was 380 to the $450 range and back in mid-2020 when the price was $9,000. 
both times we're doing a prolonged consolidation before a huge bull move. And he also notes that the highest that has ever been is 64%. And as such, the odds are for an altogether different trend to form for Bitcoin in the midterm. This potentially defined the broadly gloomy narrative over flagging macro support, rising interest rates and geopolitical tensions. And quoting crypto analyst Philip Swift here, long-term hodlers patiently hodling because they know what's likely coming soon. That's right. Now, short-term trends thus appear a little consequence for the majority of the Bitcoins in circulation. These nonetheless causing modest anxiety this week. Monitoring order book activity on major exchange Binance, for example, analytics resource material indicators noted rugs of support disappearing above 40,000 immediately before Friday's dip to two-week lows, as pointed out right here. As promised, here's an update on how Bitcoin liquidity is moving. Not sure if the same entity that rugged 13 million is the one that added 15 million, but pretty confident the one that added is trying to control the short-term PA until they get filled. So there you have it. And before I break down next story of the day, Federal Reserve should add Bitcoin to its balance sheet in the future, according to Wyoming Senator Cynthia Lummis. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting just above $1.7 trillion with $65 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. And the current Bitcoin dominance is 41.8% with the Ether dominance at 18 And checking out the top gainers within the top 100 cryptocurrencies for the week, there are literally only three out of 100 in the green. We have NEO up 6.3%, Clay up 4.7%, and SPA up 3.8%, while the rest of the entire crypto market is correcting and in the red. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Wyoming Senator Cynthia Lummis, shout out to Lummis, thinks that the Federal Reserve should add Bitcoin to its balance sheet once the top crypto asset becomes more regulated. Lummis spoke this week at a webinar hosted by Orrin Hatch Foundation and was asked about the idea of the Fed purchasing the king of all crypto. And she responded, I think it's a great idea, to be honest. And I think that once there is a statutory and regulatory framework, that will make a lot of sense. The fact that it is completely decentralized is going to make it over time more ubiquitous. And I think it's going to be something that the Fed should hold on its balance sheet facts. And Lummis also teased the upcoming introduction of comprehensive Bitcoin and crypto legislation. As she shares here, you'll see, I think just in the coming weeks, some legislation rollout that's really comprehensive. We began in December sending our bill draft around for comment quietly among regulators and among people and the Bitcoin community and the digital asset community at large. We got a tremendous amount of feedback and we've incorporated those early comments into a new draft that is a legislative council now. The Republican says that they'll soon either send the legislation around for a public second round of comments or file it and receive input that way. The bill would install a self-regulatory organization between the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission that would make some of the initial calls on whether something's a commodity or a security, Lummis explains. And on Friday, the Federal Reserve announced that its senior officials were no longer allowed to hold cryptocurrencies. Very interesting. All I know is this. I would not be surprised that if all their senior officials are holding cryptocurrency and they're trying to 
FUD them away from you so they can buy them on the low. There's nothing shocking to me anymore. Also, I feel it's only a matter of time before the United States starts adding Bitcoin to its balance sheet, especially with Bitcoin game theory in full effect all around the world. We have countries like Russia embracing the king of all crypto. We have places like the Ukraine and all around the world. You know, Bitcoin is already a legal tender in El Salvador. Other countries are likely to be next here in 2022. So once again, it's only a matter of time. The million dollar question is, when will they start adding it to its balance sheet? And before I break down our final story of the day, Warren Buffett's shocking Bitcoin bet supports a $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, now live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.com. Also have a blog I update daily, which can be found at CryptoNewsYes.com. Also be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. The Sage of Omaha, Warren Buffett, is quietly coming around to crypto, a recent Berkshire Hathaway filing reveals it dumped shares in Legacy Financial's Visa and MasterCard and sank $1 billion into a crypto-friendly neobank. That's right, for the world's biggest crypto critic, that's a big change of heart. Back in 2020, remember when he said, cryptocurrencies basically have no value and they don't produce anything, adding, I don't have any cryptocurrency and I never will. Now, Buffett's U-turn hints at a critical point in institutional crypto adoption that could put a rocket under crypto demand and prices in the coming years. That's right. So as we all know, they lie to our faces and they do it all the time, which reminds me of a saying, don't do as they say, watch what they do. Now, zooming out, Buffett began investing in the 1940s and his stock picking skills have generated a personal fortune of well over $100 billion. The modern day Midas and his sidekick, Charlie Munger, the Charlie Mungersaurus, believe in value investing. An example, finding attractively priced nuggets overlooked by other investors. And in the past, both Buffett and Munger have ridiculed Bitcoin. Buffett described it as rat poison squared. And Munger argued that trading cryptocurrencies is just dementia. I think this old fart has dementia, if you're to ask me. Now, Buffett hasn't invested directly into Bitcoin, but has tripled Berkshire Hathaway's investments in Nubank, the largest fintech bank in Brazil that's big amongst Bitcoin investors. And obviously, you wouldn't bet on a company leveraged to crypto if you weren't bullish on it. That's why I say, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do because they're professional liars at the end of the day. And as Greg Wiseman, co-founder and COO of Crypto Wallet Service, Mercurio commented, the Nubank investment can be tagged as Buffett's way of supporting the fintech slash crypto world without taking back his criticisms of the past. Wiseman added that the Berkshire boss is now backing the digital currency ecosystem indirectly. Well, of course. Now, moreover, Buffett is not the only big investor to have a change of heart. For example, Lloyd Blankfein, a former Goldman Sachs CEO who has voiced skepticism about 
about cryptos in the past, recently said that his view on crypto is evolving. The fact that these icons have come around to cryptos will likely persuade even the most reluctant of big institutional investors to consider them again, potentially turbocharging their demand. Now, the increasingly positive attitude of institutional investors suggests that Bitcoin is entering the mainstream and can challenge gold as a modern store value. As discussed last year, dethroning gold has been one of the biggest narratives driving the price of Bitcoin in the past two years. Quoting them here, there's $650 billion worth of Bitcoin out there, now actually $725 billion at the time of this recording. Meanwhile, investors hold at least $2.7 trillion in gold, according to the World Gold Council. If, say, they move just a bit more than 20% of their gold holdings into Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency could double or more. 2022 is set to deliver the biggest hawkish monetary reversals in the past decade, and Bitcoin will finally answer the most important question after 13 years. Is it still a speculative asset, or has it worn off on investors as a safe haven? This question is going to be one of the most fundamental Bitcoin drivers in the near term. If Bitcoin matures as a stable asset class, ARK Invest Kathy Wood believes its price can hit $1 million by 2030, arguing it represents only a fraction of the value of global assets amid increasing adoption each year. So there you have it. When do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach that seven-figure mark? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Chris Minka wrote, I'm loving all the bear talk of sub-$30,000 Bitcoin. I personally don't see sub-$33,000 Bitcoin. My last purchase was a half a Bitcoin at 35k. The bottle is always hindsight and determined by the whales who got liquidity at the right time as the bottom. If Bitcoin goes sub-30,000, I'll sell one of my overpriced BMWs and is worth more now than I bought it a few years ago. Use the proceeds to buy two or three sub-30,000 Bitcoin and make more Bitcoin. Even with supply chain car shortages, Bitcoin is still far more rare than my overpriced BMW. Please panic sell me your Bitcoin. Thanks for sharing your perspective, fam. Keep stacking them sats and happy hodling. Our next feature comment comes from Nate who wrote, always value Nicholas Merton's insights, JV in your program too. Bolt valuable components in my investment research toolkit. Now go Bitcoin. And in my case too, go Bluzel. Scary what the government of Canada is doing and inspiring what the Canadian truckers are doing, speaking up boldly for their rights, the rights of free people everywhere. Well said, Nate, 100%. Thanks so much for sharing. And our third and final comment comes from Ecoin who wrote, Aloha JV, sound advice for all. Sit back, stack sats, chill, love it. Bitcoin is chronic. Crypto news alerts is chronic. JV is chronic. Chronic surf. You got it fam. Stack sats, hodl, and just blaze. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.